Heyo, welcome to our podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Kenna. And this is Content Chaos. So today, we're actually going to be talking about something a little different, um, because all of our content so far has been mostly about Sam and Colby, so we wanted to change it up a little bit. We needed a break. Um, and there's been some recent events happening with one of my favorite bands, and I wanted to kind of try to explain it to Kenna because she doesn't really know anything about them. I so. don't know if I've ever heard one of their songs. And the band is Why Don't We? Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually came across this band back in like... 2020, like late 2020, when their single Fallen was circulating around TikTok. Um, and I just fell in love ever since. And now it's pretty crazy because they're going a lot of going through a lot of um legal issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'm just gonna try to explain it the best I can. Yeah, I don't, I have a base of basic knowledge. Of what's happening, but so, not much else. Why don't we? Mm-hmm. The band. The band? The boys. <laughs> the boys. You should explain who's in the so, band. So, Why Don't We is a band made up of five guys. Mm-hmm. Jonah, Daniel, Zach, Jack, and Corbin. How old are they all, roughly? They're all roughly around 20 years old. Okay. So, like, about the same age as us, honestly. Right. And they actually started out so Zach is the youngest he started when he was 15 and Jonah's the oldest and started when he was around 17 18 in the band or in music yes like in the band because they all did kind of like their solo projects or whatever and then they kind of formed the band was he doing like stuff in middle school because I don't know 15 and he started doing solo stuff before that I'm assuming so, because that's how they all kind of found each other, was, like, through social media, I think. Wow, crazy. Granted, I don't know everything about them, because I am still kind of newer in the fandom. It's only been a couple years. It's only been about two years, and they've been around since about 2016, I think. Wow. Was when the band formed. Um, Anyway, so, five guys came together, and... Obviously, since they're so young, they don't know, they didn't really know anything about the music industry. I mean, because from an outside perspective, it's not as crazy as when you get into it. Right. There's always different layers to any industry. Like, there's a difference between watching celebrities or professional sports or whatever, being on the outside when you actually are those people that have to deal with, like, all the things that come with it. Yeah. It's... I can understand how it's very different. And, I mean, they didn't really have anyone to, like, necessarily show them the ropes right at first. Like, they just kind of had to so did trust they their team. move to Hollywood or L.A. or wherever they're at mm-hmm. from across the United States? or Yeah, like, because I know, like, Daniel's from, like, the Washington area and, like... Washington State? Yeah. Um, and, like, a few of them from were from like different states i'm not quite sure exactly like which states they're from but they're from around like areas right around california i think um but yes they all like came to try to form this band and at the start of their career obviously like like i said they had to just kind of trust their team and that their managers would like you know 
Do you know how they found their team? Because, like you said, they didn't know anybody. So, do you know how they came across? Honestly, I don't really know how okay. that all works. <laughs> um, I'm honestly hoping to, like, learn more about that. Because, obviously, I'm going into my major of emerging media arts. So, hopefully, I'll learn a little bit more about like, the music industry. When you say team, do you mean, like, an agent or, like, music producers? Or what's, what's a Yeah, team? just, like, their managers and... Um, just, like, people that help things to go, like, smoothly. Because I, like, I don't know, yeah, anything about the music industry. So I, I don't mean, know what a team consists of, you know what I mean? Just, like, the people they surround themselves with that help them get to where like marketing they want to and, go. Like, all of that stuff. Yeah, okay. Mostly their managers. Mostly the managers? Okay. Um, and so... Uh, from the very start of their career, they were told, like, by their team or, like, managers, who, why don't we was, instead of, like, being able to, like, come together and figure out who they wanted to be as a band, you know what I mean? Like, venture out and, like, explore things that they wanted to do. Instead, they were told, like, hey, this is how it's gonna go. So... Why did it, like, did they realize that was what was happening? Well, because they, all they were told is, like, you know, hey, I have this dream of, like, being a music artist. Will you help me get there? Like, and they were just, like, yeah, just, like, follow whatever I say and then we'll get you there. Mm-hmm. It's basically, like, what they were told. So it's, and like, so, blind trust. Yeah. And they weren't really, like... They didn't know any different, you know what I mean? Like, they were just starting out. They hadn't heard any stories from, like, any other artists. Like, they, that's all I they I feel knew. like that's a misstep on their part. Because I feel like if you're going to L.A. or you're going to somewhere in California, there's plenty of opportunities to reach out to somebody. Maybe they're not going to get back to you. But I think that if I was going into a new industry, I would want to get opinions from professionals on how things should be run and then maybe look at my situation and be like hey maybe this isn't right for us or maybe we need to change something you know what I mean like I feel I'm gonna get there okay I'm gonna get there just you wait I feel yeah I just feel like the best thing for them would have been that was right at the beginning they didn't get the opportunity to ask other people yet like that's just hold on okay sorry I'm ahead of the curve (laughs) It was hard for them coming into it because they didn't really know how to, like, navigate it. So all they knew was what their managers told them. So mm-hmm. they just followed what they said because, I mean, why wouldn't you? Like, that's that's what they were told That's to why do. we need to find out so, where they found their manager at. Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where they found their manager Because, like, you at. have to, like, they had to have some credible reference or something to them have this much trust Maybe in Maybe that's all they, like, found. Like, that's who reached out to them and they're like they just kind of ran with it because that's that's their one chance that was their one opportunity to try to to make something of it you know what I mean like why would you pass up that opportunity and they didn't know what they were getting into at first like they didn't know they were creating a band or what do you mean they didn't know that they were going to get abused by their manager right which I feel like we're gonna see a lot of red flags early and, like, that's the thing in a relationship, too. Like, there's always those red flags. It's just they didn't know any better, you know? Well, the thing is, too, is that they mentioned how they couldn't really 
figure out where the line was between sacrifice and abuse. Like, they knew that they were going to have to sacrifice a lot in order to do this career, but they didn't know exactly to what extent that they had to sacrifice. Which goes back to what credentials this manager has and how they... I understand, like, this is their one shot, but I'm not going to trust my whole musical future in someone that doesn't seem reputable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, if this is some random guy, like, you can't find him on the internet or you can't find his website, and he just pulls up, he's like, hey, I want to sponsor your band, or whatever. They do it. Like, I want to be the manager. And they're like, oh, okay. But they can't find him online. They can't find anything about him. Like, I mean, he's well-known, like, in the industry, but they didn't know that he was going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, or they wouldn't have done it. So he did, I so think he, he did, did have... have some credentials, but they didn't know it at the time that he also had a reputation. I wonder if they could have reached out to the other people he represented. And they could have been like, bro, he's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, that's also kind of why they're trying to come out with this, because they don't want this to happen to, like, future artists. Right. And bands like them. Basically, like, do more research on, like, who you put your faith into. Or, yeah. like, realize the signs earlier. Because, like, the whole thing you said about changing, or not changing them, telling them who their identity is. Like, what if the boys got together and wanted to go a completely different way, but they're like, no, that's not going to happen. I mean, that did happen. They were literally told which songs that they needed to release. And they wrote music on their own, like, on tour, just, like, on the bus, whatever, like, in the background, and they were never able to release any of that music because it wasn't, like, passed or whatever. Right. I don't know a whole lot about the music industry, like I said before, but I know, like, labels are, like, if you sign with a label and, like, you basically own that artist, which is crazy because I feel like if you're an artist, you should be able to release whatever music you want because you're doing it because you love it, not because you want to make money off of it, right? Exactly. But when you sign with a label, their only thought is oh how high is this gonna chart or like how much money we're gonna make off of this so and they're convinced that they know that a certain song is going to chart and that it's going to be a hit like if they're like they've said before their manager has told them like you know the good manager uh nobody knows like the formula for a hit song no you just have to be you know genuine and right do well how are you gonna how are you gonna like brand not how are you gonna advertise a song that you don't like but you're singing it you know what i mean i mean they said that they obviously they're not gonna record a song if they don't love it but they also wanted to release other music that they've also written and they weren't allowed to do that so they they do love the music that they've already like come out with, but but it's just they are being pulled back from producing. Yes, more. they're being held back like creatively, mm. also. So, um, I'm also going to be going through some things that like they've said in their interview with Zach saying because this is kind of where they. Um, came out with a lot of the details about it. Um, so, going back to talking to other artists, they actually did um, 
get to talk with some other artists and like you said they real then realized oh this isn't normal to have to sacrifice this much like how far in were they at that point was this like 2018 or was yeah about one or two years which is it. wow yeah but i mean what happened to them is that they literally didn't have like any contact with anyone like outside of them like outside of their five guys their circle they weren't allowed to like have contact with anyone else like they didn't really have any from the friends. beginning they didn't really have any friends they couldn't like well that's red know. flag number one like even if your friend or your like significant other is like trying to keep you away from others your manager like that's like i guess they should have known they didn't know but they should have known well they probably knew like but they were also kind of did they it's a lot of like brainwashing you know it was also a mental thing so are they paying him or how did they're like like is he representing them for a certain amount of years or like how did that work i'm not sure because, like, why couldn't they just been like, uh, no thanks? Because they, even if they don't have him as a manager, they still are under the label. Oh, I didn't realize there was a label. That, that is the entire thing that they're fighting against. They are trying to get emancipated from their label because they're oh. signed into a contract. See, I said, I didn't even know that. And I said the whole thing about the labels earlier. I thought it was just the manager acting on his own. I didn't no. realize there was a label. So, obviously, they signed something with this label. Yeah, there was Signature, which okay. is their label. Okay. Anyways. I didn't realize that. So, they did talk to other artists, and they found out, oh, this isn't normal to have to be sacrificing this much. Like, they talked to, like, Sean Mendes, and he's like, yeah, you know, me and my manager butt heads all the time, but, you know, in the end, he always, like, sides with me and, like, goes with what I want to do because, you know, it is my career and he's just trying to, like, help me to succeed. How right? long has he had that manager? Who? Sean? Yeah. Probably since he started. Okay. Back in, what, 2014? <laughs> a long time ago. I don't remember, like, a long time ago. So they built that relationship. Yes, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. over time. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So they didn't know any different until, like, you know, obviously, they were told by other artists, hey, you actually shouldn't have to be going through this. Right. And then they also mentioned, like, hey, we would love to, like, play instruments live. Like, we can all play instruments. And Sean was like, yeah, dope. Like, I didn't even know you guys could play instruments. They weren't allowed to, like, play instruments on stage. They were treated as, like, a One Direction boy band, like, where they <laughs> all just sing. Yeah. <laughs> One Direction couldn't all play instruments at the time at least but yeah then i think about a year year and a half into like being in the band daniel at one point he was like guys i think i gotta leave like this is taking such a toll on my mental health like i have to leave like he was going to just drop the band you know right. and they you know they're all obviously going through the same like trauma so they're like yeah like dude do whatever you need to like they understood why he was feeling the way he was feeling and um what's crazy is that even with the amount of money that they were making as a band 
he didn't have enough money to even buy himself a plane ticket to go home. He right. had to, like, call his mom and be like, hey, can you buy me a plane ticket? I gotta get out of here. And I'm sure that was set up in their contract with the, the label. Like, their, their wages? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It had to have been. Probably. It had to have been. Um, but that point was really crazy because right as soon as Daniel told, like, the manager that, he was like, he started letting up on all of, like, the rules or whatever. Because I guess I need to back up here and tell you what exactly, like, kind of went on. So they had, like, this big mansion, right, in L.A. Did they? So the label's paying for it then? They're paying for it. Like, they're paying rent for it. Like, then why honest- are they living there? What do you mean? Like, if they can't, like, obviously they're struggling financially. And they, but they weren't. They weren't paying themselves, like, for it. Like, somebody took care of it for them. Like, had control of their finances. And then they'd get whatever's, like, left over after all of their expenses. That doesn't make much sense to me. Do they know who's, like... That was also another problem. They They don't even know where all of their money went to during that time. Which is very concerning. I would... I need a... I need a lawyer out there and I need their contract because there's gotta be that's that's wild that their label basically said yeah sure here's 70 grand but you're gonna pay for this mansion you're gonna pay for the water you're gonna pay for the uh, lawn care you're gonna and then at the end of it you're getting five grand or whatever you know I'm sure it's more than that but that's that's kind of what I I wouldn't want to live in a understood mansion. Understood from what they said. Why the heck am I living in a mansion? And then it gets worse. So they have this big mansion, right? But then, Daniel and Jack, since they were the cleanest, they lived in a room together, and then the rest of the three guys, Jonah, uh, Jonah, Zach, and Corbin, all had to live in another room. So they're both crammed into two rooms Zach and Jonah shared a bed, and then Corbin was on an air mattress. Why couldn't they? Why couldn't they? They weren't. There were more bedrooms upstairs, and they weren't allowed to go upstairs in their own house. Why? Because they would have gotten their asses chewed. What's upstairs? Like they, nothing. Like literally, just empty bedrooms and stuff. I don't know. Hmm. But like, they weren't even allowed upstairs in their own house, which is ridiculous. Like how much control he had over them and they also weren't allowed to like get their own food like they weren't allowed in the fridge they weren't allowed like in their pantry nothing they were told like when and what to eat and is this when sean told them like hey this isn't right i think this might have been closer to afterwards well like, i just this don't was understand how they didn't realize before i mean they probably realized something was obviously not right but they thought that they had to set like that everyone had to go through this at one point like to become an artist you know that they had to buy a mansion and then sleep in the same bed as someone else i mean you do what you gotta do to no make it i would have packed up my bags and left that day i don't care but that was your one shot so it's not worth it at that point to me for me i don't care how big my aspirations were or how much i loved it i'm gonna go back home i'm gonna restart we're going to forget everything that happened, right? I don't know what was in their contract, if they needed to produce a certain amount of songs or how that works. 
but I would have just been done with it. I'm like, I'm not. What? It, what's the label going to do if they just up and leave and stop producing songs? Sue them? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know. You're it's, not allowed to just drop from your contract after you sign it. At that point, well, what's the difference between dropping their contract and what they're going through now to get basically the same thing, drop their contract? You know? So, I'm just saying, at that point, I feel like they should have, I don't know, it's hard to, like, say what they should have, could have, would have, you know? But I don't know, they must have really loved music. They do. Literally, all they want to do is make music, and all of this other stuff is just, like, getting in the way, and it just is so irritating. Because, like... I don't know. It just is really unfair for them to have had to go through all of that. Right. I feel like I I wouldn't even have. I would have been like, nope, I'm going home. This is not. I'm not going to pay this much money. Like, at that point, they're not even making money to produce music. And they're not even producing the music they like. Well, you said they like their songs, but they're not getting to produce everything they like. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not living the dream they wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they just thought that they had to get through it in order to then... Through what? The contract? No. Like, just get through this rough patch or but whatever this of... rough patch would have never ended. Well, they didn't know that at the time. They just thought that it was normal that everyone had to go through that in order to then become successful. To get, like, big... Which is probably what they had been telling them the whole time. Exactly. They were kind of just, like, being brainwashed the entire time. They felt like they were owned by their manager. And, like, they didn't really get a say in anything. And, honestly, they, like, barely felt like they were even artists until they got to release their, like, fully produced by them album of the good times and the bad ones that they released last January. That was, like, just, like, the first album that was, like, fully theirs. But the label still owns it. Yeah. So it's not theirs. I think so. They're still not going to make money off of it. Like, it's cool that they produced it and everything, and, like, they really like the songs, but it's not theirs. Right? I don't don't know how that's going to work with all of this that's going down. I don't know. I don't know if they're just then not going to have any rights to any of the music that they ever produced underneath that label. I don't know. I don't know. How that... That might have to be how it is because you signed a contract and that music is that label's property. Also, another thing is that when I said that they don't really have any contact with, like, anyone other than, like, their group, they also weren't telling their parents any of the stuff that was going on because they were worried that their parents were going to be like, you have to come home. They because were gonna, like, they, <laughs> they wanted to make it work. That's the problem, is that they thought they just wanted to get through it so then they could make it work. Right. I don't know. And then also another thing, talking about money, is that in their interview with Zach saying, Jonah was saying how, at least at the time of the interview, they weren't paid at all since COVID started. So they weren't paid for like almost two years. I wonder, once again, going back to the contract, if that's something they can use in court. Because I can't imagine, 
I wanna I wanna know the whole process that went down with this label and with this manager and who please God tell me they had a lawyer look over this contract before they signed it. Because I just don't imagine them signing away their life without having a professional look it over. Because there can't be somewhere in that contract where it's like, if there's a global pandemic, we have to stop paying you. Like, there's nothing in the contract that says that. So they can use that in court and be like, hey, they haven't paid me. They owe me this amount of money or whatever. Yeah, I'm hoping that they get that. I just, I want to know if they had someone look it over before they signed it. I mean, I'm assuming so. You would assume that they had someone look it over. So then if... I don't know. If they did want to make it work, and then they're in these horrible conditions, why didn't they have someone look over the contract again? Because I'm assuming they have access to that contract. That's their right. They signed it. And be like, hey, these living conditions goes against my contract. These bills gets my contract. Like They probably didn't know who to even like contact or didn't have access to do that. Maybe. You know, like, I don't know. Because that would have saved them from having to leave, is if they could get out of it, out of their contract. But obviously now with all the troubles that they're having, there's something in that contract that is not good for them. Because all the troubles they're having getting out of it. Yeah. And trying to get their stuff back. Anyway, back to like the whole food thing. Like it was kind of a ridiculous amount of like strictness when it came to that because they were told like what to eat at what times or whatever like they weren't allowed to get their own snacks whatever a few of them actually like developed eating disorders because of it i know jonah said that he dropped like 40 pounds like within the first month or whatever of doing this and then daniel also told a story of one time he went to like get an egg waffle and like put it in the toaster and he like got chewed out for it just because he went to go put it in the toaster himself i guess he had to wait for like a manager or something to do it for him weird right what the heck i don't understand why they were so like strict on that kind of stuff they weren't even allowed to get their own waters from the fridge i wonder if it like they were saying it was like meal prep or something because you have to be in shape to do no like it wasn't even like that that's why i go back to like what were they thinking you know like i understand they thought this was how it was but at some some point something has to click in your head they're not feeding me they're not paying me i'm producing not all the music i want to it goes back to like what's the point you know what i mean like, there has to be something in their head. Their ultimate goal was just to make music. That's all they wanted to do, and they didn't care what they had to go through in order to do it. Which is insane. And I, I definitely understand that from what I'm wanting to do as a career. Like, I would do anything to, like, do that kind of a thing, but... I'm willing to sacrifice my time and my energy, but not my freedom to get up and eat whatever I want or go to the bathroom wherever I want or, you know, like, I feel like saying... I mean, looking, looking at it from an outside perspective, obviously, yes, you can say, like, you can see that now, right. but they were brainwashed to the point where they were told that it was normal, that everyone right. went through that. But, like, say you get where you want to in your career, right? And you're loving it, but then someone's like, Nope, you can't do that. Like, you have an idea, and they're like, nope. And then you have another one. Nope. Like, then what's the point to being at that point in your career if you're not wanting or doing 
anything. They, they knew that they wanted to get to it later. I just, yeah, it's it's easy now to sit in there and be like, oh, they could have done this, they could have done that. I just feel like, even if I didn't know anything, I still could have seen the signs of abuse, right? This, like, with social media and everything, it's become a lot more, you get a lot more information about, like, victims and everything, and you're able to learn the signs a lot more um, earlier in life. So I guess... I would have seen the signs, but that doesn't mean they have the same experiences. But you also have to keep in mind that they were younger. Like, they were literally just, like, high school age, you know? Right. Like, we are older than they were back then. Right. And you're doing it on your own, and you don't have your parents. Like, they didn't tell their parents. They aren't getting their input on it. Like, literally no... Literally no one knew that this was happening And that to probably them. was the plan all along, was to isolate them. Was to isolate them and abuse them to get what they want out of them. Hmm. I wonder how they thought that was going to work long term, the manager. Because obviously the, they're not going to, the things aren't going to be like that forever. Also, another thing that I wanted to talk about is like their schedule on tour was absolutely, um, like, yeah, insane. Sure. They had to wake up at 6 a.m., and then they weren't given any breaks throughout the day between going to interviews and radio talk shows and whatever, meetings, and then they did their concert, and then they wouldn't get to go to sleep until 1 a.m., and then they'd have to do it all over again every day. And then they talk about how they would only get, like, an occasional day off because it was literally impossible for the bus driver to get from one city to the next in time for them to do their routine again right the bus driver was only allowed to drive like so many hours like into the night was is it common for musicians to bus um i think so i feel like it's pretty common for they just the schedule the tour schedule was like especially like throughout the u.s they just kind of like bus okay i don't know maybe they fly sometimes but i just feel like it would have been easier on them at least to fly maybe but that wasn't the point oh sorry that the tour schedule was wasn't planned out right yes so let's just kind of go into what they're having to go through now with like all of Right. Like, the legal stuff, now that you kind of know, like, what they went through. obviously, they're like, we want out, or whatever. Obviously. And so, they've been battling this legally for about a year now. Maybe a little over a year. And Daniel was the first one that actually got out because he filed for bankruptcy. And he's the one that flew home. He didn't actually end up flying home because... He who should not be named. Uh, Voldemort? <laughs> uh, he started loosening up on the rules. Or oh, whatever. do you not know his name? I know his name. Oh, we just don't talk, we don't say his name? No. Oh. I don't want to speak his name on here. Okay. All right. All right. I just... Okay. Um, <laughs> I just didn't know he had a name. <laughs> anyway. So... Then, so Daniel got out. He's the only one that's technically out because he filed for bankruptcy. So how did he have less money than the rest of them? Daniel? Yeah. He didn't. Then why can't they all file bankruptcies? I don't know how that all works. I don't... Because I know... Okay, so bankruptcy goes against your credit score and it's going to make it a lot harder to get a house, get a car, 
um, credit cards, whatever. Like, it's really hard to get off your um, credit history. But at this point, they already have a following. Like, if they just all file for bankruptcy and they're all out of their contract, what's gonna, like, stop another, uh, another person? I guess I don't know if they would stop. Maybe they can't all file. I don't think they can. Because, see, then that goes into all of them don't have the same income. Maybe not. I don't know. Which is weird. Yeah, I don't know. But then, a few months ago, uh, they were wanting more than anything to release new music, and... With all the stuff going on, they were told they weren't allowed to, but then they actually ended up releasing, like, three new singles. I think they did it without permission, because, like, they were teasing them on TikTok and stuff. I know that that was at least, like, they said, like, without permission of their What's the point in releasing new songs if it's just going to make the label money? Because they felt like they owed it to their fans because mm-hmm. that's all they wanted to do was just like release music and this all started because they wanted to release their single love back at the beginning of summer and their label is like no and they're like okay this is getting in the way of us doing it's our just, career like it's now impacting that and so that's why they decided to come out with all of this i understand as a fan wanting to support the artist but you're not supporting the artist at that point you know what i mean like are you sure you like the songs and you want to support what they're doing, like trying to get away? But supporting that song is just putting more money in the pockets of the label and less but money. But also, in the... we don't know if they'll get rights to all of their stuff after all. Of this I doubt is over. it, but I don't know. I don't know. I guess we would need to look at like other artists that got away from their label and if they still have the rights to their, those songs. Because I know that One Direction got out from underneath their label, so, maybe... so I. I think that they got rights. Do you? I think I think so. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I think that they did. You hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they're they've been releasing music despite what's been going on. So then about a month or two ago, they announced that they are going on tour and like their pre-sale for tickets. But then they actually had to postpone selling tickets because of their legal issues. Did you purchase tickets? No. No? Like, at that point, they didn't even get to the ticket sale date before they postponed it. But then, fast forward a few weeks, and then they announced their tour again, and tickets were actually sold and everything. And I was planning on getting tickets, but, like, because I was going to go to their show in Kansas City in September. But then... Last week, they posted that they had to cancel their tour because of all of these legal issues. But you hadn't bought any yet? Mm-mm. So, when they say postpone, that means they're not refunding the tickets? Correct. They were going to do it at a later date. Oh, I did. Like, they were... Well, no, because when they postponed it... Yeah. They hadn't even sold any tickets yet. They were just postponing them selling the tickets. Oh, I thought you said and that tickets the, were actually available. No, they didn't even get to the pre-sale date when they postponed it. I thought you said that the was first the, time. Yeah, but the second time. But then the second time they completely canceled the tour. Oh, but like so and people, so now they're refunding all of their tickets. So tickets had sold the second time. Yes. Okay, and they didn't postpone it. They canceled it. They canceled. So it. then they are refunding. Yes. Oh, okay. I'll right. I'll read you exactly what they posted. Um, they said. Due to unforeseen circumstances related to our ongoing legal battle to emancipate ourselves from the 
production company we signed with when we started our Why Don't We journey, we regretfully have to cancel our 2022 Good Times Only tour. Refunds will be automatically processed at the point of purchase. All we ever want to do in our careers is make great music and perform for all you lovely people. In light of this announcement, Why Don't We is officially going on hiatus. Your love and support means everything to us five guys. We love you, Jonah, Corbin, Daniel, Jack, and Zach. So, are they living somewhere else now? They, yeah, they okay. they all live in different places. Like, they've been doing that So, did they go home, or did they all stay together? No, they all stayed in L.A. They didn't all, they don't all live together. Okay. But they're all in L.A. still. Okay. I'm just making sure they got out. Um, yeah, I don't actually know when they got out of that house. Right, um, like, how did that happen, you know? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I think that kind of came with the less strict rules. Why? Yeah, right. So why did they? Why did he lessen the rules? Because he was worried that they were going to break up and then start falling <laughs> apart. And he's like, "Oh shit! Like, I need to make sure that you guys are still a thing." What so, an awful like, guy! Yeah, you're, t- <laughs> you're telling me. Like, there's only so much the guys could have done. Yeah, you know, they. They did the best they could at the time. They right. did They did what they could with what they had. Well, they were just kind of brainwashed. Kind of? Well, they were. They were completely brainwashed by this. Like, man. if they were thinking clearly, I think they could have done more with their situation. But that's easy to say now once they're out of it and, like, not... I, you have to think... Now that, they've gone through a lot of therapy. Right. Like, <laughs> they have, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So... I guess they did the best with what they could. They just... I wish they had known more. <laughs> Me too! <Yeah. laughs> I wish they would have known more. Um, I wish that they didn't have to go through what they did, but... Right. You um, wish they were still on tour. Or going on yeah. tour. But if they would have gone on that tour, would it have been like the other one? Where they were going 24-7? I don't think it would have been quite like that. I mean, they did even play a few shows in LA um before they canceled it oh really so they yeah. started the tour yeah like oh. two or three shows in or and then the, like the, the the lawyer was well, like hold on no because then they yeah they did get like a notice thing or whatever that was like as a result without signature the band does not have the capacity to enter into an agreement with any promoter or venue for this tour you should immediately cease and desist from promoting or otherwise proceeding with the tour or using signatures, intellectual property rights, without signatures authorization. And signature is their label. So, like, they were basically told, like, by lawyers, whatever, like, they weren't allowed to go on tour. They're gonna get sued. Yeah. Like, it goes against. Isn't a cease and desist letter being sued? Like, that's what, if you get a cease and desist letter, you're being sued. Well, yeah, but we done them that already. Right. They, yeah. Right. So they're suing them again? Uh, uh, (laughs) For the, when they performed? I guess they were just pointing out what was in that lawsuit. Yeah. Is my guess. Alright. Um, but, uh, the word hiatus, uh, kind of gives me a little bit of PTSD from One Direction. See, Um, I don't know a lot about that either. I think that that was poor word choice. <laughs> hiatus meaning oh, because literally when they, they could have just said break, and it worries me because since this is very different from when One Direction went on hiatus because 
One Direction, they themselves, the band, wanted to go on a break. And they also gave a time period that they said that they are going to come back. Obviously, they didn't come back during those 18 months. It is now over seven years and is ongoing. Um, <laughs> right, they're still but, on hiatus, quotation marks. It's different with Why Don't Me because they didn't want to break up. They don't want to take a break. They want to keep going, but they are not allowed to. I wonder if hiatus is the word that their lawyer recommended. Probably. That's probably just, like, the most intellectual word well, to say. Well, I'm sure that. it means something It means a break. Different. It means a break. Well, hiatus could be from social media. It could be from making music. It could, a break means, oh, we're done doing everything right now. So maybe they just wanted to comfort their fans. I don't know. Maybe, but honestly, that just sent me... Um, into yeah. panic mode yeah. rather than calming me down. Well, I, they're doing the best. <laughs> um, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't know. I just hate the word hiatus because... Of One Direction. And they didn't... They obviously can't give, like, a time period for when they can even come back because they don't know how long this legal battle is going to go for, you know? Well, I would be worried about their popularity. Well... The longer the lawsuit goes, the less they're making music, the less fans are engaged. You yes, know? yes. And that, I guess, also brings me Cause into... Because they're not huge, right? I mean, yes, they're not as big as One Direction was. Right. But, I mean, they're still pretty big. Are they they're ma- decently big. Are they big. mainstream? I guess I don't know. Some of their songs are. I, I would definitely say some of them are. Um, but that brings me into... The fact that Daniel actually announced a few days ago that he's going to start releasing his own music. Huh, can he do because that? Because he's the only one oh, right. that's out Bankrupt. of the thing. Right, 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 bankrupt. Um, so he's the only one that's technically allowed to do that I can't believe he filed right for bankruptcy and he's 20-something years old. I know. It's wild. I think he's only 23 years old. Which is probably a big impact. I think you can, after a certain amount of years, you can apply to have your bankruptcy revoked or something like that i think so i might be wrong at that don't quote me (laughs) i haven't taken any finance courses yet (laughs) but um i think there's something like that anyway so i also saw this tweet because i think it explained it kind of well at least for my little brain um (laughs) so they said (laughs) Daniel is able to do other projects because he's out of his contract via bankruptcy. They cannot make any moves as a band until they're free from signature. And Daniel can continue to make money through music during the hiatus, but the other four are still bound by their label of signature. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder why the others can't file bankruptcy. I don't know the full implications of bankruptcy. Because maybe the other guys just don't want to. They don't want to do that to their finances. I have no idea. I don't know what qualifies you for bankruptcy either. I think it's your amount of debt uh, compared to your income. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Honestly, your guess is probably better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I know it has to do with your debt level. Because when you file for bankruptcy, all your debt is forgiven. But then it ruins your credit score because that... Is a big red flag to everybody. I mean, like, you never pay yeah. your debt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Because I know a lot of people, like, I'm not saying everyone who files for bankruptcy is bad, because that's literally not the case. Some people just get way over their heads, and they're trying so hard, it's just nothing seems to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure is what happened to him. Like, he's trying to make music, he's trying to do good, but yeah, his cir- circumstances are working against him. To sum it up, I am heartbroken for them. I wish that they could have had an upbringing that was better and a little bit more positive. <laughs> a little. Um, um, I wish that they didn't have to go through all, everything that they did in order just to be successful. And I hope that they can eventually get back together and create the music that they wish to and to do music the way that they want, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully they're able to get everything figured out. It's just a really sucky situation, to say the least. Yeah. Like, their first introduction to the music industry. Mm Mm-hmm. So, hopefully they'll uh, find a much better man than you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I get, I mean, I'll be here when they get back, so... I'll be waiting. <laughs> if it's five months or ten years. <laughs> you know, I'm still waiting for One Direction. Oh my Don't god, gonna, stop. <laughs> Don't stop. think it's gonna happen. Are you serious? After whoever Maybe? just said whatever, was it Liam? Yeah, we can yeah. do it without Liam, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not One Direction, then. <laughs> we can do four directions. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay? Okay, we can just do the four of them. You Zane, think... Harry, Louie, and Niall, okay? You think Harry would go back to One Direction? Honestly, okay, this is what I want. I want a reunion tour. Is that too much to ask? I just want yes. a reunion tour. I want them to tour Made in the AM. Didn't because they, they end never because they didn't it. really like each other? Not necessarily. Why Why if you were like, you left your place of work because you did not like it there. And they're like, hey, you know what would make you a lot of money? <laughs> if you came back. And, and Harry's okay. like, I already have plenty of money. I'm good. I didn't I like know. it there. I just feel like it'd be really fun and a good... Oh, it would sell like um, crazy. I just feel like it would be a really good like last hurrah. You know what I mean? Like because they, they never just, had closure, right? right? Like I just kind of I feel like me and a lot of other people need closure on them, and just doing like a short, but that's maybe ne- long. That's never <laughs> enough. Reunion that's never enough for people because then it's gonna be like it didn't come to my area or you need to go worldwide or like whatever or you should release another album that would really give us closure it'd be just one reunion tour and then they because i love them as solo artists right right i just want a reunion tour what it wouldn't even sound the same their music that's fine (laughs) (laughs) that's okay it wouldn't be the same music but it's still them i guess okay i just want one last one last go around, man. I just, I know. I know what you're saying, but if I was Harry or Niall or... Well, you're not. <laughs> I'm not. You're right. I just, I can only speak from personal beliefs because I don't know what they're feeling. But <laughs> my personal belief is if I'm already making millions, I don't know what Harry's net worth is, but I'm sure it's... <laughs> millions. I'm, I'm sure it's millions. And he's like, I don't really want to. <laughs> I know. And honestly, like, I want what's best for them, too. Like, right. obviously, I don't want to do it if they really, really do not want to do a reunion. I wonder, are they still on but talking they, terms? They, I think a few of them still talk to each other. Like, Niall just went to Wembley to watch Harry. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like, he was literally singing along to What Makes You Beautiful um, <laughs> as Harry was singing it on stage. 
Um, but I think a few of them are still on, like, good terms. Um, all except for Liam. <laughs> um, right, we're just like, um, yeah. Okay, um, but. That's a different podcast for a different day. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to talk, we're gonna have to unfold that. See, I don't know a lot podcast. about One Direction either. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that. Uh. I know their songs. <laughs> like, two of them? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> all of, like, two mainstream songs. Yeah. Like, What Makes You Beautiful. Yes. And probably just, like. I don't know, story of my life or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just, I want what's best for them, and I only want them to go on tour if they really want to, because I know that they've said... They don't really and, But I've, I've heard them say in interviews, like, oh yeah, I think that we should just get back together just for, like... Maybe they should a do a frenzy or... reunion. Oh my god. Like, where Stop. you just sit down and talk. And maybe they sing a few songs in front of a live audience. I don't know if the Friends one was. Just do like a live one, one live stream. Right. <laughs> one live stream concert. No, no it'll be I a little know. bit more professional than that. Like, is live streaming it or whatever. Like, you could like, well, that would be crazy if they actually did a singular concert. You... Maybe they should just make another documentary. Right. That would be cool. <gasps> that would be closure. Because then you could talk about the rise the best parts, and then the fall. And then they have, like, little interviews, like, reunion interviews yeah. in between, and then they sing some songs or whatever to, like, like, together or whatever. Or maybe they could release, like, a couple songs of them singing it now or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or a music like video. That. Like, honestly, I would be down for anything at this point. Maybe a music video. literally nothing in the last seven years. <laughs> well... I think they're done. If I had to okay. guess. Sorry. Anyway, back to why don't we? Um, I think that mostly wraps up everything that I wanted to talk about with them and, like, their situation. But let us know what your thoughts are on this whole um, situation with why don't we. Our Instagram is Content Chaos Podcast, and we're also on TikTok, which is the same at. Um, but, yeah, let us know what you think about this whole mess. And yeah. Definitely. Also, if you want more um, inside scoops on, like, other bands or artists, let us know. Mm -hmm. And also, me and Ella, who I had on to the Harry's House podcast, we just went to a Five Seconds of Summer concert in Denver. So let us know if you want to hear more about, like, that experience or, like, anything about Five Seconds of Summer. Because we'll gladly do that. Right. That's not really my forte. <laughs> um, because Kenna hates music. That is not true. She hates good music. I don't make music my personality. Okay, that's why I'm going into the career <laughs> that I'm going into. I think it fits perfectly. I think, I think we're I'm just... I'm so excited to start. We are just two different people. We really are. How are we friends? Because we're the same person. <laughs> we have different personalities, <laughs> but we're the same. We have a lot of things that are similar and a lot of things that are end of the spectrum. Coming yeah, up. we definitely disagree. Says the on one who went too. into accounting to begin with. Okay, okay, we don't need to talk about that. Right, you did right. not need to expose right. me like that. <laughs> I literally got like one right. month into accounting and I was like, no. Didn't even do any business courses. No, I really didn't take any business classes. No. So you I, don't even know if you like it. I actually love it. I liked my class that I took in high school, but that's besides the point. Let me know if you want I just a podcast like, on our majors. Yeah, let us know if you want us to talk about our majors and, like, kind of what they entail. Right, that might be better for, in, like, six months. 
you know, a whole, like, emerging media arts versus accounting. Well, because I'm doing my internship right now, and you just need to take some courses to, like, really get into it, and then we can compare and contrast. Probably not uh, find similarities, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We can talk about our likes and dislikes of our careers. Because you're not going to 100% love your career. That is true. I feel like all careers kind of have... That's why... You don't make your career your personality. You make the money from your career your personality. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. go traveling, you buy nice things. I'm going to take the money from my career, and I'm going to turn it right back into concerts. <laughs> yeah. Because it is an addiction. Yeah. See? I'm going to, like, five concerts this year, I guys. know! I know! <laughs> She's doing a worldwide oh tour God. of concerts. I went to Billie Eilish. I went to Five Seconds of Summer. I'm also going to Clinton Kane and probably another one this year. And I don't like concerts. Because you're weird. Yeah, probably. Maybe once I can drink. I just get you really drunk and then Not really drunk. Just, like, I feel like if I just let loose a little bit. Yeah, you're too uptight. I wouldn't say I'm uptight. I just don't like making a fool of myself in front of people. Oh my god. (laughs) Literally no one cares. And I know. just there to have a good time. Right. Which is why, for me to have a good time, I would probably need to be there all the way, you know. I need to drag you there. Yeah. I really do. We'll have a good time. Drinks on Emma. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) You're like gulping down $15 drinks. You're like, oh yeah, give me another one. Because they're all overpriced. (laughs) (laughs) Especially at venues. Oh Oh, my goodness. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up there because we just (laughs) talked about literally nothing for the last five minutes. Right. So let us know (laughs) your thoughts and opinions and what you want us to rant about next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Bye.